Hola, everybody. This is Silvia Salazar from Tono Latino. And today I want to talk to you about a really hot and important topic, coronavirus. The CDC, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, said on Tuesday, February 25th, that the spread of the coronavirus in the U.S. is not something that we talk about in terms of if, but in terms of when. So in other words, this is inevitable. A top CDC official actually said on Tuesday that we're asking the American public to prepare for the expectation that this might be bad. But first, let's let's take a step back and make sure that we're all on the same page about an important word, pandemic. Right now, the coronavirus is considered a pandemic, and that just means that it's an infectious disease that has spread across the world. The time to panic is when it becomes a deadly pandemic. Now, at this moment, recording this, uh, our focus should be on being well-informed and prepared. So let's talk about where we are. The coronavirus is now around possibly 35, 36 countries. And we're hearing about a lot more cases in Europe and the Middle East. Now, Wednesday morning, February 26th, we heard about the first case in Brazil. Also, as of today, this recording, there are about 81,409 reported cases and 2,772 deaths worldwide. The death rate for coronavirus appears to be around 2%, but in reality, we don't know enough. And that is exactly where we start getting more concerned about the specific problems with this virus and the Trump administration. Maybe you've heard in the news lately that in 2018, the White House got rid of the top official that was in charge of leading the government's response to global pandemics. This year, 2020, the White House proposed a budget that cuts money from the health agencies that would be dealing with the coronavirus crisis the most. In the fall of 2019, Trump shut down PREDICT, which was a federal program that tracked and researched pandemics. All of those things would be great to have right now. Cierto? So what does this all mean? Well, as of Wednesday evening, barely a couple of hours before recording this, Vice President Mike Pence is now the point person to coordinate the government's response to the coronavirus. That sounds like a great choice, right? And you probably can tell from the sound of my voice that I am not thrilled. I mean, Mike Pence, as governor of Indiana, fueled the worst HIV outbreak in the history of that state because he ignored the advice of state and federal health officials. He also denied that smoking kills and spread disinformation about condoms. Oh, and he calls global warming a meth. Wow. But 
let me continue telling you ways in which the government has caused even more confusion around this whole coronavirus issue. For example, yesterday, Tuesday, we had two things happening almost at the same time. In the one hand, there was a closed-door briefing where health officials were warning lawmakers of a serious outbreak. And in the other hand, we have a public hearing for the Senate Appropriations Subcommittee where acting Homeland Security Secretary couldn't even answer basic questions from Republican Senator John Kennedy about the coronavirus. He even got the death rate confused with that of influenza. And he said that he had no idea how many hospital beds or masks there are available. Great. HHS on that. Mr. Secretary, my you're, budget you're, supports, you're, you're supposed to keep us safe. My budget supports the men and women you're of the, the Department Secretary of Homeland Security. You're the Secretary of Homeland Security. Yes, sir. And you can't tell me if we have enough respirators. What I would tell you is that the budget, my budget, our operations are focused not only on the men and women of DHS, making sure they're protected to do their jobs, to screen individuals coming in. We're working with HHS, CDC, and their budget the to ensure that they have enough medical do equipment. Do we have enough face masks? We, uh, for the Department of Homeland Security, we I'm do. I'm not asking for the Department of Homeland Security. Are you looking? I'm asking for the American people. For the, for the entire American public? Yes. No, I would say probably not. Okay, how short are we? I, I don't have that number offhand, Senator. I will get that for you. Okay. But, but I want to be sure I understand. You, somebody. Yes, sir. Is doing modeling. Yes, sir. On how many cases we're anticipating. You're yes, sir. You're just not aware of that. You're asking me a number of medical questions that I'm asking CDC you questions and HHS because you're Secretary of are the Department on. of Homeland Security. And you're supposed to keep us safe. Yes, sir. And you need to know the answers to these questions. And. How far away are we from getting a vaccine? In several months. Well, that's not what we just heard testimony about. Okay. Who's on first here? HHS is What's the on federal second? agency for the coronavirus response. I would refer you to the CDC Mr. on specific questions. Mr. Secretary, questions. I'm going to hush here. You're, you're supposed to keep us safe, and the American people Senator deserve some straight answers on the coronavirus. And Senator, I'm not I, getting them from you. I, I disagree. That's all I have, Madam Chair. Now, if that doesn't sound crazy enough, the acting Deputy Secretary of Homeland Security went to Twitter to ask the people of the Internet where he could get information about the spread of the coronavirus. This is the man working in the government that is supposed to be informing the public about this, not the public informing him. So that just all sounds great. You know what else is confusing? We have Trump telling reporters that we're very close to a vaccine and that we're really down to probably 10 cases. Uh, let's have a reality check. Number one, researchers say they are about 12 to 18 months away from a vaccine. Obviously, that made the White House backtrack and say that Trump was talking about an Ebola vaccine. Two, the CDC has 57 confirmed cases, not 10. Here's the rest of the problem. The CDC sent out tests that were faulty, and so 
we don't know how many cases there are. Only about 426 people have been tested besides those that were evacuated from other countries. Yay! Trump is actually really, really worried that the concerns about the coronavirus are going to hurt the economy. The stock market has been crashing over the last few days, but the director of the National Economic Council, Larry Kudlow, went on CNBC and told everyone that the U.S. containment of the virus is, quote unquote, pretty close to airtight. What? Oh, but yeah, that goes right along with Trump's unfounded theory that this is all going to magically go away when the weather gets warmer. That's probably why you've heard some references about him saying that everything's going to be solved by April. I mean, he's actually praising Chinese President Xi Jinping for his containment efforts after China silenced doctors, expelled American reporters, and continues to withhold information from U.S. health officials. So again, Trump's first priority is to protect himself and anything that would endanger his re-election instead of protecting the American people. So what else is happening? Well, Democrats in Congress are frustrated that the Trump administration isn't spending enough money to deal with this. The administration proposed spending $2.5 billion to pay for the emergency response to the coronavirus. And here's something where I want you to really, really pay close attention. Only wants $1.25 billion to be newly appropriated emergency money. The rest? Oh, that would come from existing programs, including $535 million from money appropriated to containing Ebola, which has not been eradicated. It also told Congress that it will take about $37 million intended to provide heat to almost 750,000 low-income families to fund the emergency response to coronavirus. On Wednesday, Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer countered the proposal from the Trump administration with $8.5 billion, including $1 billion alone to find a vaccine. So let's wrap this up and discuss three things we need to see right now. Number one, we need people to figure out who is infected and where they are, starting with developing a quick test that can be performed at a doctor's office for anyone who comes in sick. And according to an, I don't know how to say this word, epidemiologist, Jennifer Nuzzo at John John Hopkins University, she specializes in pandemics, this should be top priority for health officials. Number two, we need to get healthcare workers safe and ready to deal with the virus. And number three, We need trustworthy sources communicating with the public. The problem is, as I mentioned earlier, we're dealing with conflicting information from the White House and the Trump administration and health officials like those at the Center for Disease Control. 
Guys, I hope you found this useful. Follow me on Instagram at tono.latino. I'm also on Twitter at con tono latino. And please subscribe to my channel on YouTube. Let me know what other topics you'd like to see me cover. Until next time, ciao, ciao. I want to give special thanks to Heather Cox Richardson and Crooked Media for helping me with a lot of the information that I used to compile this summary for you guys. Take care. Bye.